Good evening, everyone. Um, welcome to uh, my podcast, Heavenly Places. I'm your host, Jameer. Um, along here with with Dorothy. Um, thank thank everyone for joining us this evening. <clears throat> Let me go ahead and open up in prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your salvation. Guide and direct us this evening, Father, and strengthen us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, um, again, thank you guys for joining me this evening. This evening, we're going to talk about uh, dreams. Um, And it's almost sort of along the the, uh, same topic of uh, what we talked about the last couple of weeks. One was uh, hearing from God, and another one was knowing your calling. And those are all kind of almost under the same tree or in the same area. Um, But specifically tonight, I'll be talking about a few principles of Christian dream interpretation. Um, First, we'll go to Webster's Dictionary to talk about what they define as a dream. And actually, I want to look up two words, dream, and also the other word is vision. So a dream is a sequence of images passing through a sleeping person's mind. And a vision, uh, a mental image, also defined by Webster's uh, Dictionary. And we all, most of us, I'm sure, I, I never heard of a case or a situation where no one has never had a dream. Now, I, have to, I hear people who hardly ever have dreams, but they do have dreams. And you have people who are frequent dreamers. Um, so everyone kind of knows what a dream is from, from your own experience. And if you don't know what a dream is, you probably probably definitely know what a vision is. And that's more visions are, more, are mainly closely or tied to daydreaming. Um, daydreaming is a man's utilizing the vision process uh but a, a scripture uh, that I want to give you is coming from Job chapter 33, verses uh, 15 through 16. Job chapter 33, verses 15 through 16. Um, and basically, was, it's talking about a dream and also a vision of the night. So that's Job chapter 33, verses 15 through 16. <laughs> Um, before I get to any other scriptures, I want to look at uh, some, some some of the uh, scientific observations of dreams. Um, everyone dreams one to two hours generally each night during the uh, alpha level sleep. This is what scientists say. It says everyone dreams one to two hours. So they're saying everyone dreams. I'm not sure if everyone has dreams, um, at least frequently. Like every night, I don't believe so. Maybe they do. Um, then you have the dream state. When the, usually dreams occur in the REM state, which is rapid eye movement. Rapid eye movement. Um, actually, one interesting thing they said is if you are stopped from dreaming, you enter the state of a nervous breakdown. This is just some scientific observations that I'm reading. Um, Because actually, from the scientific observations, they're saying that dreams are the guardians 
to our mental and emotional well-being, which I find very, very interesting. Um, the dreams help both our mental and emotional well-being. Even though we're sleeping, that's still part of us and how we operate. But it actually helps us during the day um, from just just a few scientific op, um, observations. Um, also, we have the uh, brain wave activity levels, brain wave activity levels. So there are uh, four, um, the delta, the theta, the alpha, and the beta. And beta is kind of like how we are now, the conscious level, the physical world, like so what you can see, taste, touch, hear, feel, and smell, that is a beta level. Then you have the alpha, alpha level of the brainwave activity. Um, that's kind of like more of the uh, subconscious level, subconscious level. Um, and also you can be kind of dreaming on that. Then you have the, the theta brainwave level, theta, which is uh, kind of occurs um, maybe like when you're having some type of surgery, like a, a, a dentist, like if you go into the dentist, you know, they kind of want to uh, have you in that in-between theta. Then you have the, the delta, the delta, which is the lowest one, is actually um, an unconscious, level. So the alpha, the theta, and delta, you can actually be sleeping all of those, um, alpha, theta, and delta. Um, delta and alpha, that's when you kind of have like the thought or action and also on beta. So those are the, the beta, the alpha, delta, and I'm sorry, the beta, the alpha, the theta, and delta are all the different brain levels. And typically in sleep, it's all three of them except the beta. Um, so I'm just trying to give you the levels of uh, just from a scientific aspect of it. So you want to do some more uh, investigation on your own. So the brain is still, you know, doing things on all those different levels. But as far as the scripture is concerned, we know that God has always used dreams. Um from the Old Testament, even until the very time we are living in now, um, with some people, the, the, the last, the last days, the New Testament, towards the end of the New Testament, some people say we're still kind of living in, in a New Testament area era, and I guess you can say that in a way because uh, Jesus is going to talk about the last days in, in the uh, New Testament, and guess what? We're living in it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so in uh, Numbers chapter 12, verse 6, it says, this is the Lord speaking. He says, Lord, I mean, he doesn't say Lord. He says, this is the Lord actually speaking. He says, hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, shall make myself known to him in a vision. I shall speak to him in a dream. So God declares that he would speak through dreams and visions in the Old Testament. And I know it says, if there is a prophet among you. Now, you might be thinking, well, I'm just, um, I'm not a prophet. I'm not a, a pastor. 
Matter of fact, I'm not a deacon. I'm not even under watch care. <laughs> I don't have any title, you know. That's You might be thinking one of those things, so that doesn't apply to you. But guess what? Uh, we are all, in a way, prophets. Now, we may not be prophesying over anyone's life or or doing the things that we might think that a prophet may do. Our Father God has appointed us prophets over our houses or the people that's connected with us or even our own selves. You know, because he, you might not be in a situation or where you're directing a country or you're directing a church or some type of small group or even maybe a family you're not, but you are kind of guiding and directing your own steps. And God, he will speak to you through a vision or a dream. Actually, I believe he is speaking to all of us. Um, also, uh, Hosea talked to 12 verse 10 Hosea chapter 12 verse 10 It says I have also spoken to the prophets And I gave Numerous visions And to the prophets I gave parables So God declared That he did speak through dreams And visions in the Old Testament Okay Um And he will continue I kind of made it Mention of this earlier, and I will allude to it again, talking about the New Testament, but in Acts chapter 2, verse 17, it says, And it shall be in those days, God said, God said that I will pour forth my spirit on all mankind. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Um, so, in this present time in the New Testament, in these days, our Father, He is uh, pouring out His Spirit and He is causing us to have dreams. Now, many of us have dreams. Dreams come from um, different places. Now, all dreams are not of God because the enemy, He can cause us to have dreams too, depending on what we're watching. And some dreams are just from our, our soul, like they're not from God necessarily, and they're not from the enemy. They're just. Dreams of ourselves, you know, so they, there can be three different types of ways, just like you can hear when you're you're active and you're up and you're not sleeping, you can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, God our Father, you can hear the voice of the enemy, and then you can hear the flesh yourself, your soul, you know, saying stuff to you too. Um, and the last book in Revelation, uh, Revelation chapter 1, verses uh, 10 through 11. It says, and this is John, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behold, behind me a loud voice, like the sound of the trumpet saying, write in a book what you see. So from Genesis to Revelation, God gave dreams and visions, and he declared he will continue in the last days. Um, so if it's written in our word, in the, in the written word, you know, we can count on it. We can count on it that God is still operating and moving in that way and that direction. Um, another thing that's interesting about it, uh, Psalms chapter 6, verse 7, it says, I will bless Jehovah who have given me counsel, yea, my heart instructeth me in the night. 
So here we have uh, Psalms 16, verse 7. I believe uh, this is one of the ones that um, David wrote. And um, so he's talking about God giving him counsel, you know. So every night, you know, when we go to sleep, we have a free counseling session. I mean, I'm not trying to discourage you from going to see your counselor, psychologist, and all those kind of things, which I believe is very, very important. Our Father has a plan plan for them, but our Holy Spirit, not ours. Well, I guess he he's part he's part of the uh, Trinity, and and he does belong to us, and and that he is a uh, a part of our Father God, and that's the way God expresses Himself in a way that He reveals and communicates to us through the Holy Spirit. Um, to that, some more examples of Scripture because it's always good to go to the Word. It's always good to go to the Word. Um, there are many examples or instances in Scripture where God uses a dream to establish different things. So, in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. And then Genesis 15, verse 5, it says, Then he brought him outside and said, Look look now towards heaven and count the stars, if you are able to number them. And he, and he said to him, so shall your descendants be. <clears throat> and let me go ahead and read a few few more verses. Still in this uh, Genesis chapter 15, but I'm going to skip the verses 12 to 13. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham. And behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. And then he said to Ab- Abraham, I'm sorry, Abraham, no, certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them. And then verse 17 or 18, he says, Here, here appear a smoke of oven and a flaming torch was passed between these pieces. On that same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I have given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, so here's an example of a God using a dream and actually having a covenant with Abraham. Basically, he's saying he told him in his dream that uh, even though you're going to have all these this great seed, this great people, that guess what? Your people, one day your descendants, that's what they're going to be as strangers in the land that is not their own. Place that we're not their home. We know that uh, that dream that uh, Abraham had actually came to pass, and and it's almost kind of still going on this day because you have a lot of the Israel Hebrew Jewish people. They I know they have different titles, and then you have even have the lost tribes. Who who knows who they are? We just know they <laughs> they scattered around, but they are all around as well. Um, on different continents and every nation, you know, scattered around. But we have a father who's actually uh, 
bringing some of them back to Israel, so, which is very interesting. But right now they're kind of scattered, and that's part of the, the dream that Abraham was having. It was like very horrible and dark. You know, the, all his people was just scattered everywhere in a place that doesn't belong to them, you know. And all that came through a dream. Um, also in First Kings chapter 3, and I'm going to kind of skip to this one, but it's verses 5, 9, 12, and 15. It says, At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask, what shall I give you? Therefore, give to your servant, and this is uh, what he's saying, Therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? Behold, I have, and this is, I have gone, this is a skipping the verse. Behold, I have done according to your words. See, I have given you wise and understanding heart, so that, there, so that there has not been anyone like you, nor shall anyone be like you, and nor shall anyone like you arise after you. And then Solomon woke, and indeed it had been a dream. You know, sometimes we hear these uh Stories or recorded history and the scripture, we read them, we don't realize that uh, a lot of these things, things as, as our father got speaking to a vision, through a vision, and also speaking through dreams. So he's speaking to his people through dreams <laughs> in the old in the Old Testament. You know, so he's even speaking. To us now through dreams though we may not Understand or recognize and this is uh, One way that we can Recognize that our father God is Trying to speak to us is By looking at examples from Scripture when you look at the examples From scripture like oh, Okay then I'm not far off I'm not Trying to believe something that's fault, Faulty or fake or Or like This false doctrine if our father God was speaking and told them a dream and said he was going to continue to do that, guess what? You, I'm sure, have had dreams where the Lord's trying to direct you, but you did not recognize it or realize it. And again, I'm not saying that all of your dreams are like that because we have dreams that come from three sources our father God, ourselves, our flesh, and also the enemy. Okay? So, um,. Dreams um, According to Job chapter 33 14 through 18 We should not really See them as negative Okay we should not see them As negative Okay but dreams Generally what they are Generally they're trying to help us To change Like help us to to pursue our father in heaven uh, To give us A warning Um if you remember uh, Joseph and Mary, the angel came to Joseph and warned and warned him, you know, about everything that was happening, and that was in a dream. You know, he he warned them they ended up going to Egypt and all these kind of things, trying to get away from the king, the king who was killing everybody. So, warning. Direction and it's and it's just not within the scripture, but it happens 
all the time throughout all the nations, even now, our Father is uh, giving us dreams. Um, my mother, she had something like that happen to her, where she had a dream, a warning, and she yielded to it and ended up saving a couple of brothers, a couple of her, her brothers' mouths besides. I believe I shared this one before, but I'll just go ahead and share it again and remind you um, that she had a dream or whatever, and I can't really recall the dream right now, but anyway, she told her brothers, don't go to work that day. You cannot go to work that day because of this dream she had. Um, but the brothers, you know, they they wanted to get paid, and they wasn't about to take it. Their little sister's work were not going that to work that day, you know. So they wanted to get paid anyway. What they had one head of going to work, and they actually decided, well, we're going to go to work a different way. So anyway, they went to work and everything was okay. But then they found out sometime later on how they got to work to the way that they usually go to work, it was a very, very horrific uh, accident that way. So, also, there have been some testimonies, too, about the, if y'all remember, the 9-11, or the recent tragic things that happened to the nation of America when the towers came down, that a few people actually said they had dreams of seeing different testimonies of them, Holy Spirit, telling them, don't go to work that day. Because it's just different dreams and things that have to happen. They and I'm not going, <clears throat> and we know what happened during that time. So, but one one thing that is uh, that I talked about earlier scientifically that uh, scientists say that we have dreams every day. But guess what? I don't remember that I have uh, a dream every day. <clears throat> so. Um, I want to give you a few tips or keys, uh, some things you can do to uh, remember your dreams or recall your dreams. Um, basically, they all, of course, are pointing you towards the Father. Um, you can say just something like just some little hint, and you don't got to say it in these exact ways, but you can actually say to yourself, I believe my dreams contain a valid message, you know. I believe my dreams contain a valid message. Or you can say something similar like uh, you can ask Father God as you, before you go to sleep, Father, please, if you have any messages for me, please speak to me this evening as, as I sleep. Um, and then, of course, you want to put a journal beside your bed. Make sure you get adequate sleep and just wake up as you already do, alarms or whatever there you have, and just try to write down whatever happens as soon as you can, as soon as you can. Um, so those things will help. Another thing you have to realize is that most dreams are symbolic. Um, most dreams are symbolic. And like, so that means you may have a dream, and it might be about animals or something like that, and that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to 
run into or encounter an animal or alien or like if you have a dream that you follow and doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be going to the Niagara Falls and following all those types of things, you know, is actually symbols or dreams that are almost like parables. Uh, we know in scripture the Father, our Father God speaks speaks in parables, you know. Uh, he's always spoke, spoken in parables and he's not going to change just because they're sleeping. But most dreams, anyway, I said this, all, most dreams are symbolic. Uh, and the symbols typically come from the dreamer's life. So you're going to be like the things you're going to see are going to be things that associated with you that uh, things are that are common. Maybe it's a car or a bike, house, something that, that you're familiar with, an object or something like that. Generally, sometimes it might be because I have some dreams where where some been objects and things like that that I have not been familiar with. Um, uh, also, there there are some books out there that, that can help you to uh, interpret your dreams, which I believe they serve as like a great foundation. Many excellent books you can go uh, to go there, but sometimes. What they're saying that, like the color red might mean, or this particular animal might mean, they actually not apply to you, okay? Because we are all what as different as our, our well, our, our thumbprints, you know, our fingerprints. We all have different ones, you know. So it might mean the same thing this in a book, or it might be something different because it depends on you, the situation, the circumstances. You, you you uh may be facing. Um for example for example if you if you have I used an example earlier, if you have a dream that you're following, maybe it's not like that you're gonna follow it literally, maybe you're following away from God, maybe that's the meaning. Or or maybe you follow might mean that you you're gonna fall from this, a position like maybe you might lose lose be losing a job, or different different things like that. You know, it could it could be any one of those types of things, or maybe you're flying, like flying like Superman. So maybe it means that not the guy's gonna give you superpower to fly, and maybe he might adopt that though. But maybe it means you're gonna be going on a trip somewhere. Maybe you want to be getting a raise or some promotion, or or something like that. So those things are, are ways that I can help you interpret a dream. Um, no, though we might not know the source of the dream, it's always good for us to try to find a meaning for the dream. And the Holy Spirit, He will guide you and direct you and let you know that this dream is nothing, nothing but a junk food or pizza dream, whatever it is, because you ate too much or whatever, you know. Um, and the Holy Spirit speaks to you, He speaks to your heart and guides you. And direct you. Another thing about dreams, you must remember that our dreams really are not to condemn us. All right. Um, even even in the word it says that God is He's not trying to condemn us. Even if our own heart condemns us, guess what? The scripture says God is greater than our heart. And our Father God, He's not trying to condemn us. He's trying to let us know where we at and where we need to go. That's what He's trying to do. So He's trying to build you up. He's trying to direct you. He's trying to show you, okay? A lot of times we get condemned by the dream or by the dream interpretation and, and 
bring us down, you know. Um, also, we should, whenever we interpret a dream, we should never, never make any major decision in our life solely based on a dream. Just from a dream we're feeling, we always got to go back to the written word, okay? We always got to go back to the word um, about that, so... <clears throat> Most of our dreams are about ourselves. Um, our dreams, they come from our heart. That could be emotion, emotional issues. Sometimes we can be having dreams about body and health problems. I've seen a testimony of one uh, lady who was uh, having a dream about her kitchen and the food being burned. You know, when she found out or whatever, she didn't put two and two together, but she kept on having that dream. Basically, she was having like digestion, stomach problems, you know. And, you know, when you think about kitchen, you think about food and all this kind of stuff. So that, that's how that right there kind of correlated. So your dreams, even though they're, they're symbols or parables, they, they're they going to point to real-life situations. Maybe it's health. Maybe it's the relationship. Maybe it's in your career. Who, or who knows what it is. Um, sometimes, you know, our father, he wants to speak to us without speaking to us in a dream, but we're not paying attention. We're moving in all busybodies, and that's the only way, like, okay, they're finally at a place where I can speak to them, you know. And some people, he just likes to give give them dreams that way. Um, so I believe the vast majority of your dreams are about yourself. Sometimes we have the case, cases where dreams are, or about other people where we're directing people or, or guiding people and, and try to uh, help them, you know, help them to, to avoid some things. Um, <clears throat> as far as uh, the enemy and our dreams, how you can tell how the enemy is, is intruding on your dream a lot of times, you can feel negative from a dream just from the Holy Spirit, but it's almost like a darkness associated with enemy dreams. They're almost like almost like tormenting dreams, you know, Con- condemning dreams. That's how. That's one way you can tell. And of course, the Holy Spirit and prayer; those are ways that you can be guided and directed in your dreams. So you should use dreams as a very, very, very powerful tool in your spiritual utility belt. During this time, I gave you a few scriptures that gives you um, examples of that. One dream I, that I had, uh, there, actually I had several, several dreams. One dream was um, I had a dream of a tornado, um, a tornado, and I was on the highway. And it wasn't like one of the tornadoes, like Wizard of Oz. It was like kind of like that, you know. But it was just like kind of spinning in one place, and I like I can like feel the wind, like blowing, like the wind, like the breeze. And it wasn't like a violent wind. It was like pushing you down and all this kind of stuff. But it was like almost like blowing right through me through my body. And then the dream quickly switched. And I was on a 
side of the road, except this time I was laying down and I was on the same road, except this time it was an animal attacking my mind. And in that dream, I woke up from it. I was I was swinging. And that dream right there, both of them happened during the same time, like back to back. And to me, it was um, guidance and direction from the Holy Spirit that uh, I can make a choice or decision. That I can make a choice where I'm letting the enemy rule and reign in my life and making choices that are not godly. And the enemy will be attacking my mind, you know. Or I can choose to experience the power of the Holy Spirit, you know. And I can feel the power of God moving through my life and a choice or decision. And I believe it's not talking about one choice or decision, but a continuation of choices and decisions. So it's like, oh, man, I made this one choice. Now the enemy is going to be attacking my mind forever. No, or I made this one choice. Now I'm I'm in gear like sin for the rest of my life with the Holy Spirit and God. Um, besides the choice of uh, salvation, we still have to make choices every day to yield and heed. Um, and uh, <clears throat> Romans chapter six or twelve it says, "Do you realize that whoever you submit yourself to becomes your master?" So whenever you make these choices, or speaking to me, they're gonna basically they're telling me who my master is. Is it the devil or is it Father God, you know? And with each one of those choices, it takes us closer to one of them, one of those ways, you know? So I just wanted to show you, share with you that example of a, a dream in my life. Dorothy, are you there? Did you have anything you wanted to add to it or say anything? I have noticed in in my dreams that the ones from Father have a different feel to them. They're very vivid and they're very strong. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a, a different. It's a different feeling, and you can, like you said, it's like it's really hard to like put it in words until you experience it. And then sometimes they can be really strong, but you can be um, desensitized to it too. But general, in general speaking, yeah, that that is totally correct. That the ones from Father God are like that. That they're they're um, you can you can just have this feeling like knowing that this is the Father God trying to guide you and direct you and, and prune you and warn you. Or bless you. And I mean, of course, he's always, always is trying to bless us. Um, but yeah, that that is very true. Also, um, about another thing about uh, the dreams of that that reminded me. Um, that before you go to sleep, that's why it's one good good thing to pray because the enemy he will try to. Uh, uh, penetrate your dreams, attack you during your sleep and your dreams. Um, and he he doesn't care that you're sleeping, all this kind of stuff. He doesn't go to sleep, so he got nothing better else to do with him and his little demon friends, you know. So always remember to pray, pray 
before you go to sleep because the enemy, he can give you a dream and you thinking, oh, man, <laughs> you know, how did I get here? And all, how did all this stuff happen? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that little children's prayer does well, that now I lay me down to sleep. Yeah. I pray the Lord my soul to sleep. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah. to be anything fancy. And that one's easy to remember, yeah. right? Yes, yes, yes. It doesn't have to be any anything like that, you know. People try to be very, very complicated with terms and all those kind of things. No, just just stick to to the basics. <laughs> stick to the basics of the words that we had to come to them like a child, you know. So, in our dreams, our dreams are like that, um, and our prayer too before we go to sleep, you know that. It's like, oh, that's a little kid prayer, you know what? But you know what? It's very effective. <laughs> it was very effective. Um, yes. Um, well, I guess uh, that is all that I have for this evening. I guess some of the main points that I want you to remember is that the Father God's um, I'm going to give you a dream and scientists say that you actually have dreams every night so if you're not having dreams or not recalling your dreams just kind of say a prayer to the Father to help you remember the dreams and also get you a dream journal a little notepad or something like that where you can write down what happens or these days with technology you can probably even like you can voice record it too like to your phone if you got some type of recording app on your phone or laptop if you're not a writer um, yeah, so those are a few things that that will help you out. Um, and the more and the more you do it, the clearer it is, the clearer you understand it. Just like going to the gym or or um, <clears throat> riding a bike, the more practice you get to it, you can you can do more things, you can go further and away from things of God. You know, well, why should you stop seeking God when you go to sleep? <laughs> so, so you can be actually seeking God and thinking about Him and dreaming upon Him. In your dreams, so it doesn't have to just stop because you're because you're human and fleshly, and you're tired. So, but I'd like to thank everyone for um, tuning in this evening, um, and I hope that this will help you and guide you and direct you in your spiritual path towards the Father. And I will um, close in a prayer. Father, I'll, I'll pray, Father, Lord, for everyone, all the listeners. Father, did you give them dreams, oh, Father, this evening? Oh, whenever they listen to it, Father, give them direction, Father. Maybe they're trying to decide what job to apply for. Maybe they're trying to decide that they should move or not move. Or to get into this relationship or leave this relationship. Or to invest, or whatever it may be, Father, show them and reveal it to them in your in your, in your dreams, Father, in their dreams, and confirm it in their word, Father. Help them to see, Father, as you reach out to them through your Holy Spirit. And Father, Lord, we also lift up our nation, Father, our principals, mayors, all the way up to our president, the city councils, our school councils. Our judicial system, executive system, legislative system, 
and our our soldiers who are overseas, everything that's going on in Iran. Father Lord, help our government, Father Lord. Um, and protect our soldiers, Father. And draw draw them closer towards you, the ones who don't know you, Father. We thank you for saving them from sin. I thank you for saving us, saving me from our iniquities, sins, and transgressions. We ask these things, Father, in your, in your, in your Son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Jameer. That was good. Um, awesome, hopefully awesome. it will help people. Yeah. I, I do think it's important to try and record the dream somehow because sometimes it's weeks, months, years before you get the interpretation, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So... So, Father, bless everyone. Shamir, you have a blessed evening. And I'll speak to you later. Yes. Good night, Good night.